sometimes, no matter how much you are prepared for something, you realize that what you were most unprepared for actually happens. I remember my transition from serving at First Presbyterian Church in Spartanburg, South Carolina, uh, moving to Eastminster Presbyterian Church to serve as their associate pastor. Um, in the midst of this, my wife and I were having to sell our home in Spartanburg. And in doing so, we knew that there was no doubt in our minds that God had called us to Columbia and was doing this new thing, and that God was going to take care of us being able to sell our home, and that everything would eventually work out. Now, the reality was it wasn't the best time to be selling a house because it was the summer of 2010 when we put our home up on the market, which just happened to be when the housing recession was crippling the economy. We were trying to sell an empty house while we rented a place in Columbia. And so the months passed and they passed and there was very little activity. Those who came and viewed our home really liked it, but they could purchase something much larger for the same price on the west end of town. And then one day I got an unexpected phone call. It wasn't our realtor, actually. It was Andy, who was a church member who was helping me out by cutting my grass for me every two weeks. He told me that he had dropped by our house to see if the grass needed to be cut, and they just happened to walk around to the back of the house. And in doing so, he noticed that our HVAC unit had been stolen and that the door to our crawl space had been knocked open. He could hear the sound of rushing water, and when he shined his flashlight inside the crawl space, he noticed that our copper water pipes had been cut and that water was spewing everywhere. When he discovered it, there was already 10 inches of water that had accumulated there in our crawl space. Well, Andy just happened to have a water meter key in his truck, and so he went to the street and he cut off our water to prevent it from flooding our home. And he had called the police who were there with him when he called me so that I could file a report with them. I was not prepared to hear this. I couldn't believe that it had actually happened, but in the midst of the frustration and the anger of being taken advantage of, I was also extremely grateful that Andy had been there and was able to help stop this disaster from turning into a much bigger nightmare. You see, it was not time for him to actually cut the grass. He had been there a week prior and already cut it, but he just happened to be driving near our neighborhood and decided to stop by and check. Thank God that he did. We were prepared to sit on the house for quite a while, given how inactive the market was during the recession, but we were not prepared to have someone steal our heating and cooling unit and to vandalize our home. Yet even in the midst of the chaos, God showed up through Andy, who provided the help that we couldn't have known about until it was too late. Have you ever experienced an unprepared moment in which God showed up in a mighty way and provided exactly what you needed? You see, our scripture reading today is Luke's telling of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in Bethlehem. Many of us know it too well because we read it every year in preparation for Christmas. 
And Luke provides the background for us that the trip to Bethlehem is ordered by Caesar Augustus because he had issued a decree for a census to be taken and for everyone to go back to their own town to register, which required Joseph and Mary to travel from their home in Nazareth about 80 miles to Bethlehem to do so. It wasn't very convenient for them, but they did it anyway. And I'm sure they prepared for their journey. It was important to take enough provisions as they traveled along the way. Now, there wasn't an interstate highway for them to get on that provided a straight way from Nazareth all the way uh, to Bethlehem. But they had to travel these back roads, and some of them were very dangerous. And they had to deal with the blazing heat of the day and the coolness of the nights. In the midst of all of this, Mary is fully pregnant. So the timing was not ideal for them to be making this trip. And I'm sure that they had prayed to God that she would not go into labor while they were so far away from home. Yet despite those prayers, they were completely unprepared for her to go into labor there. Joseph had not secured a hotel room in advance for their trip. I'm sure he thought there were ample there would be ample rooms available for them when they arrived, but when they got there, there wasn't one to be found. No vacancy signs were lit up in the streets of Bethlehem, and Mary's water had just broken. The unthinkable had happened, and I'm sure they did not know what to do. So more than likely, Joseph ran into the inn, begging the innkeeper to provide them a place to be. There wasn't a room available, but he was able to secure a small space where the animals were kept. It would be here where Mary would give birth to the Son of God on Christmas Day. It certainly wasn't what they had planned for. If they had been home, he could have been born in the comfort of their own place with family and friends there to help them. But they're far from home without the help of any friends or any family and forced to be in the lowliest of conditions. In fact, Jesus is born and he's wrapped in rags and placed in a manger a feeding trough for the animals. They were totally unprepared for this. But the story goes on to tell us about shepherds who were also unprepared. They were in the fields nearby watching their flocks at night. Now these blue-collar workers were dependent on the animals of their care. They were used to keeping watch of them, but they were unprepared to be encountered by an angel of the Lord. They were terrified when it happened But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. Today in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. These men had no idea that the good news of God's love and promise to Israel would be given for them to see and witness with their own eyes. In addition, neither the angel nor the angels who showed up and gave praise to God gave them an address or GPS coordinates where they could find the child. There was no star over the place where he lay to guide them to him. They had to leave behind their economic security blanket in order to find him in Bethlehem, and that's exactly what they do. It's crazy, isn't it? They weren't prepared for this moment, for if they had been, they would have secured additional help to manage their flocks while they were gone. Yet, 
despite the unpreparedness of Mary and Joseph, and even of the shepherds, who had no idea that any of this was about to happen, God provided for all of them. God provided a place for Mary and Joseph to be when there was no place available. God prevented Mary from going into labor along the dangerous roads on the outskirts of any town along the way. He allowed them for this birth to take place when they arrived in Bethlehem. In addition, Mary didn't have any complications during the birthing process, and Jesus was a healthy newborn baby. Despite the circumstances that brought them to Bethlehem, and despite the obstacles that were totally unexpected, God provided. But God also does this for the shepherds who were not expected to leave their flocks behind. Despite not having an exact address to find this child, they're able to safely navigate their way to find him, just as the angel had said. Luke tells us, The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Apparently they returned back home and they found their flocks right where they left them. God had preserved their economic security and their obedience to seek the Messiah. You see, in this story, everybody leaves home. Mary and Joseph leave home to travel for the census. The shepherds leave home to seek Jesus. And even Jesus leaves the home of heaven to come to earth. And in the midst of all of it, God provides for all of them in the midst of their unexpected circumstances and even in the midst of their unpreparedness. But what about us? Does God do the same for us? In the midst of our moments of being unprepared, does God also provide for us? Well, the angels declare to the shepherds, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. So who are the recipients of God's favor? Is it the Pharisees or the Sadducees or the high priest or even the elders of the people of Israel? Is it King Herod or maybe Caesar Augustus? Is it given to those who've earned it through their devotion to God's law or have contributed the most money to God's treasury? No. God's favor God's grace is given to ordinary people who are totally unprepared for it. God's grace is extended to the Pharisees and to the Sadducees and to the high priest, uh, to King Herod, to Caesar Augustus, but it's often the people of power and prestige who refuse it outright. Yet the story of Jesus' birth reminds us that God comes to ordinary people like us. Jesus is born to two young peasants from Galilee, and his birth announcement is given to shepherds who have no special status or reason to be included in this historic occasion. They weren't deserving of God's favor, nor would they have been chosen by the church leadership to receive it if they had been given the authority to do so. And while Jesus' birth gives us a glimpse of such things, we also find it in his ministry. It's Jesus who seeks out disciples to follow him and to walk in his ways. And he doesn't go to Jerusalem and conduct tryouts there at the temple. Instead, he strolls along the lakeshore, the Sea of Galilee, the backwoods of Israel. It is here that he calls out to a few fishermen, saying to them, Come and follow me, and I will send you out to fish for people. 
This is God's favor. Undeserved grace, inviting the least likely of folks to participate in his life and in his ministry. The truth is, these men were completely unprepared for what would happen. They had no religious training. They had no idea what Jesus would lead them. They had no itinerary and no guarantee of what would come. All they had was the grace of Jesus calling them to follow. And in doing so, Jesus provided everything they needed, even when the storms rose up and scared them to death, when it appeared that there was not enough food to feed everyone, even when demonic opposition took place, and especially when Jesus was taken from them and crucified before their very eyes. God always provided despite their unpreparedness. And this, my friends, is also true for us. You see, the good news of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is that He comes to us and for us. And He disrupts the status quo and offers His favor and grace to all people, which includes the least likely and the least prepared to receive it. He brings peace in the midst of our personal chaos and provides in unexpected ways for things we are never quite prepared for. You know, it could be those unexpected moments when someone cuts your copper piping and God sends someone in just the right time with just the right equipment to help. It could be those unexpected moments when the doctor tells you that you've got cancer and God puts the right people in your life to walk beside you and to give you comfort. It could be those unexpected moments of job loss or a huge blow to the finances of your business and God provides a way for you to maintain all of your needs. You see, the story is not confined to peasants and to shepherds. It's a story that includes all of us. It's a story of God's unexpected, unmerited, and unbelievable favor. God's grace in Jesus Christ that meets us where we are and calls us into His life and ministry. But let me be clear. Following Jesus doesn't prevent us from experiencing suffering or heartache or difficult and challenging moments in our lives. For Jesus tells us in John 16, 33, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. We are reminded that in the midst of the difficult moments that Christ has overcome all of them and still shows up in unexpected ways to remind us that you and I are not alone. You know, one of my favorite Christmas carols is O Little Town of Bethlehem. And I believe that the third verse of it says everything so clearly. It says, How silently, how silently, the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of His heaven. No ear may hear His coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive Him still, the dear Christ enters in. Where meek souls will receive Him still, the dear Christ enters in. Friends, today, let the birth of our Savior remind you of how loved you truly are.
Because God came down for you. And he has offered his amazing and unexpected favor and grace as a gift to all of us sinners, no matter how good or how bad we've been. You see, it's, it's nothing that anyone could prepare for, but it's something that everyone can receive and be grateful for. So friends, today let us receive his unexpected favor and grace this day and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.